everyone, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the Friends of Friends podcast, where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time, and I'm joined by my pal, Vanessa. Hey, everyone, I'm Vanessa Martinez, and yes, we are talking about more Friends episodes as time goes on, and we have a new episode today. Yes, so we're on the 135th episode, the one where Chandler can't cry, it's Season 6, Episode 14. We are getting closer and closer to Episode 24. So this is completely midway through the sixth season. And it premiered February 10th, 2000 with 23.82 million viewers. Vanessa, what happened? So today we're going to be talking about the one where we, um, the, the second part of the Jill visits town. We pick up yeah. right where we left off. Jill and Ross go on the date. Chandler isn't as sentimental as we think, and Phoebe maybe has an alter ego in the adult film industry. Yes. So this picks up literally, like we said. So Rachel closes, or Jill closes the blinds in Ross's mm-hmm. apartment, and while Rachel's, you know, looking at Chan- through Chandler and Monica's window. Yeah. And um, we literally, like, next shot is just her looking out the window. And mm-hmm. so that's where exactly where we pick up. And so she gets all antsy about them being on a date. And she's like, why are they closing the blinds? And then we actually find out that it's because Ross is showing her his rock slides. <laughs> yes, his rock slides. And apparently it went so well that they're going out on Valentine's Day. Yes, but so it went so well going out on Valentine's Day. But then Rachel actually confronts Ross about going on the date. And Good then, for her. Yeah. So she was like, this is just too weird. Like, what if, you know. Because she did realize, you know, like, this is just going to be weird if they do actually date. And so she confronts him. And then Ross actually tells her, okay, you know, if it's too weird for you, I won't do it. So I like how quick Ross submitted to her concern. You mm-hmm. know? Like, this also I, makes, yeah, this also makes you feel like, why didn't they just give it a second try? Like, if they obviously still care about each other so much. And you're starting to see it that they still do. And yeah. they alluded to it before. So it's yeah. just like. They're both just so hard-headed at this point. They're keeping They need to just hooked. do it, you know, and get, get back together. Yeah. So, um, I mean, all in all, Rachel tells Jill, and it makes yeah. her mad. She's oh, yeah. the one who gets offended. Hilarious, which I loved this interaction between Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. I thought this was a good little, like, this is a good big sister, little sister fight. Because it's totally, I could totally see this, like, no, you can't make me do that. You can't make, like, you. we've had those fights with our siblings. Not as adults, yeah. but I fight with my sister as an adult. But, like, you know, it's just when we were younger, that childish, you know, anger comes out. And you see it with Jennifer and, yeah. and, and Reese. Yeah, Jill gets so mad that she makes her question her fans- fashion sense. Yeah. And she just starts saying, you know, she's not smart and all this stuff. Jill just definitely knows how immature and she knows how to manipulate Rachel. Yeah. So what happens? They end up going on the date. She Now she manipulates Rachel from, you know, the beginning. And then again here, now she's taking her manipulation to Ross to go on the mm-hmm. second date. And so she just goes to Ross to like pretend cry and say that she got a fight with Rachel and that yeah. she's like, Oh, I'd really like to see your rock slides again. That would calm me down. And then, you know, Rachel sees that she's over there and then actually they end up kissing, but we don't see a conversation after the kissing. And so no. it makes you wonder, you know, like, okay, did they have that scene in there or not? But what we do see is Ross coming to Rachel saying you were right about Jill because, you know, 
Rachel called Ross while Jill was over there manipulating him. And so he was like, you were right. And then he does, and then he confesses to her, you know, like, I don't want to start something with her because it would, it would not make, let me, you know, it wouldn't, um, then that means that me and you, something between me and you would never happen. Yes. That I want it to happen, but it's just, you just never know down the road. And that's where they hook us and they keep us. They keep us. <laughs> yeah. So the exact thing that Ross says, he says, if anything were to happen with me and Jill, then nothing could ever happen with us. Oh. And another part of that storyline that we're oh. going to get into in a little bit is that Chandler cries when this is yeah. said. Oh, my. I know. But this is so good. That makes him cry. And at that point, it's just kind of like, they should just get back together. They should I just know. get back together. Well, Ross, I think that's too early. I think they knew that it was going to, like, they're waiting to see, like, for them to get back together. It has to be, you know, something big has to happen, you know? So I think they're just waiting and waiting until that something big happens. But I think it would be too early for them to get back together. Because when, when was it? Season four, the one at the beach is when they got back together and mm-hmm. hooked up. You know, so it's like only two seasons afterwards. I think it's too early. But well, I feel like they keep the toe in the water or whatever they say. How long have Chandler and Monica been together? It's probably yeah. been a year already, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they're already in a pretty good place. So it's time to yeah. start. And I think maybe you're right. They're, you know, they're in a good place. So now they need to like get our head thinking about Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. But in order, like I said, I think if they got them back together another time, it has to be something big. And it has to be forever. It has to be locked down. It has to be it. Because they just can't, like, very tried, you know, dipping, mm-hmm. getting them back together with, you know, in season four. So I think that's why they did it. And from, like, a fan perspective. Like, you think we want it to happen, but then do we really? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. at this point, I want it to happen. Those feelings are there. They're just both yeah. being really stubborn. They yeah. both know they care about each other. And they're both yeah. mature enough to be friends about it. But yeah. they're both not mature enough to move past it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and I think, you know, if they were to do it, they'd be forever. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, in the other storyline, Chandler can't cry. You know, he, for some reason, he, and anything that triggers, you know, that, that should trigger your emotional, well, your emotional soul to start crying, it doesn't trigger his soul to start crying. I know, like Bambi and... And the golden retriever one, Lassie. I've right? never seen Lassie. Yeah. Neither yeah. I. So <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, it is true. Like, I get what Monica's saying because some things that I find, like, so sad, sometimes, you know, my husband, like, does it. And I'm like, why aren't you so sad? Like, yeah. are you okay? You know? Yeah, I know, it's, right? But men are also different, too. They're very like, different. I, yeah, us women is, you know, as much as we want to be all equally thought of, like, women mm-hmm. are more in tune with our emotions. I yes, all the we, time. we <laughs> follow our hearts and they mm-hmm. follow their head. <laughs> I know, right? <gasps> yes. 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 But, so, um, but so yeah, so first, first, I talk about Babby. That doesn't work out for him. He doesn't start crying. And then they bring up a three-legged puppy. Chandler said he'd be sad, but it doesn't make him cry. Then the puppy says help me Chandler and then Chandler says no it doesn't make me sad I just found a talking puppy and I'm rich I'm and, rich. Joe, yeah. uh-huh. and Joey says it's not okay you're dead inside oh yeah I can't yeah I'm say sorry. it like Joey but that's what he says oh my gosh yes and then yes. this continues too so Monica actually tries to get him again so then Monica comes in and then walks in on him reading chicken soup for the soul 
And then that doesn't make him cry. And then Monica gives him a scenario of saying, you know, deep. Yeah, she's going really deep. Like she, she's like one a person that died, you know, like and talking about marriage, all this stuff. She's really trying to get him to cry. And then he's like, no. He's like, you're right in front of me. No. And then she's like, oh my gosh, you're dead inside too. Like she calls. Yeah, she's like, you're. She's like. Um, she calls him a freak, then she calls him a robot. She's like, you're a robot! And then she walks away so upset. Uh, Similar to how she got mad in a previous episode, I think, believe it was with, when Chandler and Ross were talking about the joke and, and asking oh, yeah. Monica, you know, whose joke was it? And she was just calling them idiots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the only time we see him cry was when Ross said that line to Rachel. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know why they can't be together. They can't work it out. It's like, Chandler, we get it. We understand. Mm-hmm. We're with you here. <laughs> We're with you. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll talk about Phoebe and her venture into the adult film industry, or is she really? We'll be right back. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And we're back. So Phoebe's storyline in this is that she's unknowingly a porn star, but it's not really Phoebe, it's Ursula. Yes. (laughs) So the way we find out is because, you know, they're in the coffee shop and a fan wants an autograph. Mm -hmm. You know, Joey first thinks it's a Drake or Maury fan. Mm -hmm. And he goes up to the guy, you know, no. and, And he says, no, she's a porn star. Yeah, And then even Gunther knows who Phoebe, Phoebe Buffay is because she's been yeah. in Inspector Gadget, and, oh which my is something God. that he has seen. And Phoebe gives this guy her her autograph, too, because she also thinks, you know, because she plays at the cafe and she's a musician, musician, right. lightly in quotes, but um, that she is, she is, so she's like, sure, give him, he's my biggest fan, but she doesn't realize it's a porn fan. So then Joey finds out about it, and then he tells Ross, and then um, actually, then he tells his friends, but first he brings home one of her videos. Yeah, some videos, yeah. yeah. So he goes into the porn shop to buy some of those videos, and he also sees Ross there for whatever know, reason. Right? And then that's when they both walk in with those videos. Yeah. And he's and Joey is like reluctant to watch it. Everybody else mm-hmm. is like, okay, let's watch it. He, you know? he says he's her friend. You know, he doesn't want to see her in this way. Yeah, but then it's like it's Ursula and he's okay with it. And he remember when he dated Ursula too, you know? Yeah, so. he dated Ursula. So the way the friends find out that it was actually Ursula was they were watching the vampire um, scene and, and yeah. they noticed that Phoebe had a tattoo on her ankle. Yeah. And Monica and, said, wait, Phoebe doesn't have a tattoo. That's yeah. Ursula. And then Ursula. Joey says, wait, I can watch. I can watch. Uh-huh. So they had to watch the and all that stuff. That and, then Ma- and then Phoebe walks into the apartment and she says, oh my God, what am I doing? She was like so scared yeah. about what, what she's seeing. Oh you know, my and, then, and they tell her, you know, your sister's using your name. 
to make these movies. So she goes to confront Ursula and good for Phoebe. I mean, Ursula is something else. Yeah, I know. Right. She is so something else. She confronts her in their filming in her apartment, you know, that mm-hmm. scene. And then she she's like, OK, well, she's going to take it in her own hands. And yeah. she goes and picks up the checks that Ursula made. But it's all, you know, in Phoebe's name. And then she's going to have them direct deposit it or something. Yeah, so. she, 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 she outsmarts not, her sister. She's not mad about it. She, no. she makes the bad situation good and profits off of it herself. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I like, know, right? So the guy who was the vampire in that video that mm-hmm. the friends were watching of Phoebe, mm-hmm. um, his name is Douglas Looper, and mm-hmm. he actually had four different roles on the show. So oh. in the one with Ross's thing, he was a fireman Phoebe first speaks to when he's looking for her boyfriend, Vince, at the fire department. Oh. Then another one was the one with all the Thanksgivings. He was a paramedic. The one where okay. uh, this episode, the one we're talking about now, and the one where Rachel has a baby part one. Okay. Um, it says he was Grant, and he is uncredited in that episode, but I don't remember him who he is. I do remember Phoebe talking to a fireman in the one with Ross's thing, but I don't remember it being him. Yeah, like, I don't exactly remember who that yeah. person was. You remember the storyline, but you don't remember him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so the guy who asked for the autograph in the coffee shop, his name is Larry Joe Campbell, and he is actually now a football coach at a local high school in Palos Verdes. So oh, he's go. pretty active on Instagram. Yeah, so that's just um, no. These two guys weren't famous, but they're around. Yeah, and it seems like Douglas, if he's in four episodes, that was just like his their go to like extra guy, you know, that they could rely yeah. on and stuff like that. So. That's good for him. You know, at least he's part of an iconic show. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have any favorite lines? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I love the Jill line. When Jill and Jennifer, again, are Jill and Jennifer, where Rachel and Jill are going at it. And Uh then um, Reese Witherspoon's line, when she's getting mad at at Rachel for, you know, saying what she can or can't do and not go on the date with Ross – she goes, the only thing I can't have, she's like, I can't have, excuse me, the only thing I can't have is dairy. <laughs> and that's relatable for so many people. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so actually Reese Witherspoon, again, when Reese Witherspoon and Jen Franson, they star in the morning show together now. And mm-hmm. when they were doing promo, like I mentioned last episode, um, they do promo together now. So a lot of people were um, asking them friends questions and then Reese actually remembers this line and says it again in one of the movies <laughs> that I looked up. I was like, hi, that's true. <laughs> so it's good. So I, this is a very memorable line for Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. So my favorite line was where Joey says, it's not okay. You're dead inside. And just his tone, the way he says it is yeah. much funnier than me saying it out loud right now. Yeah. I think it's something that you have to watch to yeah, hear the about way it. They deliver you, it. His <laughs> delivery and the way he, not only his delivery in his voice, but in his action and the way he looks when he says it. And then yeah. when Monica freaks out and calls him a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, we go back in time with the one that could have been. This is an alternate Friends universe and we experience it for two episodes. So tomorrow, the next one is the part one. So subscribe, give us five star ratings, leave nice comments. Yes, and follow us on Friends with Friends Podcast on Instagram. Bye. Bye. Bye.